0: Men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com. 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Welcome in to another edition of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast. As always, I'm your host, TJ McBride, from MileHighSports.com. That is where you can find any kind of sports coverage for anything happening in the Colorado area, whether it's college sports, whether it's motorsports, whether it's any of the main sports, Broncos, Rockies, Avalanche, and, of course, Nuggets, which is why we're here today. Um... I was playing with some lineup data and I was just kind of like curious what kind of lineups can the Nuggets put together what kind of versatility do they now have on their roster considering the moves that they have made and the players who are seemingly going to step into bigger roles so with that being said I decided to break down five different lineups with a couple variations of them to talk about different ways Denver can utilize these lineups Um, and just ones that really interested me whether it was just trying to find a defensive lineup or a freakishly athletic with a lot of shooting lineup or of the bench Unit or the original starters, finally, and just even just a Jokic ball lineup. The players who fit best make Nikola Jokic. The most utilized on both ends of the floor So I really just wanted to kind of break down That that level of versatility That Denver is going to be able to have Going into the 2019-20 season Before I dive into all that though I gotta give some love to the Regulators Production Group They are the ones who made the beats for the intro And outro of this podcast So for any audio production needs Go reach out to At Rod Simba on Instagram That's R-O-D-S-Y-M-B-A Or at Regulators Regime They're awesome people, they do great work Definitely reach out to them Additionally uh terrapin care station is the presenting sponsor of the denver nuggets daily podcast so for any of your cannabis needs in the denver metro area make sure to find your way to a terrapin care station near you before we go any further here's a quick read about terrapin care station like I said earlier, I want to talk about these different lineups, and I picked five different ones based on different ideas that I would want them to put together, and this is my own thought process. Nothing here is anything that I've heard or anything like that. This is mostly just speculation on my part, but I wanted to find an athletic and shooting-emphasized lineup. I wanted to find a defensively you know, versatile and dominant lineup, potentially. I wanted to talk about their Bench lineup, I want to talk about the original starters that we have been waiting two and a half years to see, and then I want to talk about a Jokic ball type lineup or a closing lineup, however you want to look at that, because in my mind, when you talk about a closing lineup, you want to give the most weapons and the best coverage for your best player, which is, of course, Nikola Jokic, so... Let's just dive in, and the first one I have is just an athletic and shooting kind of thought process behind the lineup, and I would put out Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Malik Beasley, Jeremy Grant, and Nikola Jokic. I'm going to try and give some stats for this, but of course Jeremy Grant was not with Denver last year, so quite a few of these stats that I'm going to throw out there are just going to be a little bit different. They're going to be four-man lineups or whatever, and looking at this lineup, obviously four of the five are with the Nuggets and have been with the Nuggets, so... The four-man group of Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Malik Beasley, and Nikola Jokic, they've only played 67 minutes together, but they got a plus 14.8 net rating thanks to their 122.4 offensive rating. Um, So when you add Jeremy Grant to that, you're going to help the defensive rating, which is at 107.5. There'll be more minutes and a bigger sample size to get a better idea of what they can do, but you have the athletic ability of Gary Harris because when he's healthy, he's a freak athlete. Malik Beasley, who is probably the most effortless athlete on the Nuggets, Jeremy Grant, who is His length, his ability to just explode off the ground, he is a freakish athlete himself. And then Jamal Murray is underrated in that way. So... That shooting and athletic combination, I think, could be a very devastating lineup for the Nuggets if they wanted to have a big defensive run or a big offensive run. If they were looking to stimulate the offense, get out in transition, things like that. This is the kind of lineup I would look at. And the Nuggets were not as good in transition as I originally thought they were going to be last year. Um, they have so many, you know, athletes, so many guys who are good finishers at the rim. They have so many players who know how to play with Nikola Jokic and know how to fill lanes in transition and make themselves available for those full court passes, Nikola Jokic but for some reason last year, they just weren't as dominant as I thought they were going to be. This lineup would change that. Just the shooting of Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, and Malik Beasley alone is going to add so much room on the floor offensively. I mean, Those those three guys are snipers when they're healthy and on, and I do think we're going to see a big bounce back from Gary Harris. I do think Jamal Murray finally has a season from three-point land that we have been waiting to see from him, and I think that'll change based on his shot selection, but that's kind of beyond the point. Those three players are going to be able to massively space. The floor, and then when you add Jeremy Grant, who's just that perfect floor spacing big alongside Nikola Jokic, who just knows his role. He's not going to hang out with the ball. He's not going to be dribbling forever. He's gonna, he's gonna, you know, catch and shoot. He's gonna attack closeouts. He's gonna play in the dunker spot. He's just going to be that very low seconds per touch kind of player who can play as an offensive player at any point on the court, whether it's catch and shoot from three above the break or in, or you know, down in the corner. Whether it's running a pick and roll, whether it's just being in that dunker spot and cleaning up the offensive glass or taking you know dump-off passes, whatever it may be. He's that perfect off-ball, stretch-big, you know pseudo-stretch-big. And then you have Nikola Jokic, who if he does improve his three-point shooting like he can, because he had a very off year last year, if he's even league average from three next year, you're talking about having five three-point shooters on the floor with that lineup then when you start talking about the athletic ability that that group would put together you have Gary Harris who is a fantastic athlete and a very good transition runner and a receiver essentially for Nikola Jokic's quarterbacking in transition Malik Beasley too again like an extremely effortless athlete probably the most explosive guy on the Nuggets team another guy who thrived in transition alongside Nikola Jokic and just overall as a player because of his you know just physical gifts that he has as a player Jeremy Grant was an absolute terror in transition for uh, for the Thunder last year so adding his ability to get end-to-end quickly at his size and with that length and with that kind of explosion off the floor it's just an entirely different dimension that the Nuggets have not had in a five-man pairing probably since Nikola Jokic arrived in Denver so and then again Jamal Murray he's athletic he's not a top-tier athlete but he can get up and throw down he's a guy who can get end-to-end quickly he's a guy who can power through people in transition and get buckets one-on-one at the rim so he still adds that level. And his shooting is that balancing point to give that athleticism, that buoyancy of the floor spacing to be able to have his kind of shooting on the floor. So when you start talking about adding shooting at athletes around them, that's how I see it functioning. And man, talk about Nikola Jokic having too much fun and being able to run guys out of, the, out of their own gym. This is the kind of lineup that you bring in to be able to just run guys off the floor when you're at home and you have a five- or six-point lead, when you're trying to land that haymaker. This, in my opinion, is the lineup that can do that, and it's a great lineup to mesh the bench and starters. So you can come out of the third quarter with your starting unit, You can then take Will Barton and Paul Millsap off the floor and you can run this Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Malik Beasley, Jeremy Grant, Nikola Jokic lineup for a quick four minute burst right after the starters were in there and be able to run teams if you have that edge. So I'm really excited to see this idea of a super athlete and three point shooting lineup because I just think it brings out the best in this Nuggets team offensively. And there are enough players to where you can be passable defensively as well. Um, There's a couple of interesting variations to this in my opinion. I'm really curious And I'm going to be toying with this idea quite a bit this offseason of Gary Harris acting as a pseudo point guard, almost like Will Barton did a couple years ago, to where you can take Jamal Murray off the floor, keep the shooting by having a... Uh, Gary Harris at the point guard position and then bring in one of Michael Porter Jr., Tory Craig or Wancho Hernan Gomez to be able to add whether it's athleticism or more shooting just to be a little bit bigger because Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Malik Beasley is a small one, two and three. So if you wanted to get a little bit bigger, but still keep that level of being able to just run guys out of the gym you can do that michael porter jr right now is an unknown but he could in theory add both an elite athletic ability and an elite shooting ability again in theory everything michael porter jr right now is just theory but i do find it interesting that if he is the kind of player that a lot of people think he can be he might be another just ideal person to slide into this type of a lineup to get the most out of it Tory Craig's another interesting one. He did shoot very well from the All-Star break through the playoffs. He was the best shooter on the Nuggets team. He was like a 45% three-point shooter. He could have just gotten hot because he's not that good of a three-point shooter, but if he's hitting 36% of his threes, he'll be all right, and you'll add, again, more athletic ability on the floor. Tory Craig is a much better athlete than he has been able to show, despite the fact that he does have some very athletic highlights. He explodes off the floor very quickly. Horizontally, he is extremely athletic, and he's a guy who can, again, run the floor and then can shoot if you need them. Another guy that you can talk about in a variation, of this is Wancho Hernan Gomez, and this is more of an emphasis on the shooting. Because if Wancho is healthy and in a rhythm, he is a really, really talented three-point shooter. And again, he's not a ground-bound athlete. This is a guy who had a 360 dunk in an exhibition game for the Spanish national team like a week and a half ago. So those variations of removing Jamal Murray, still getting a little bit of athleticism and a lot of shooting, or a lot of athleticism and a little shooting to make the lineup just bigger is also interesting to me. But that's kind of how I see trying to get an all athlete all shooting five man group out on the floor but I'm going to move on from that because I've talked too long about it already I want to move on to the defensive side of this because Michael Malone as everybody knows is a defensive minded head coach and he loves getting stops that's like he he feels that is the way to winning the offense you have to have but if you can limit teams as well as run a efficient offense when you can get top ten in both offensive and defensive ratings that's really the line for a true contender and Michael Malone knows that so the Nuggets are going to have moments to where they have to stop a big run or they have to be able to keep their lead without having a, you know someone on the floor. They just need to be able to have a defensive lineup to fall back on to be able to utilize whenever they just need to get a few stops. So off the top of my head, the first five-man group that came to my mind after you know doing a little bit of research about the best possible way to build that defending five-man group is... Like I said earlier, if Jamal Murray or if Gary Harris is able to act as a lead ball handler alongside Nikola Jokic, whether it's supplemental or whether it's an elite initiator, I don't care, that Jamal Murray-esque lead guard off-ball point guard role, um, then you can have a Gary Harris, Torrey Craig, Jeremy Grant, Paul Millsap, Nikola Jokic lineup. And I know people are probably like, Nikola Jokic in your best defensive lineup is strange, but you're not going to want to take him off the floor just because he is your best player. So I feel it's imperative to be able to put a strong defensive five-man group out there that also includes Nikola Jokic. Of course, you can include Mason Plumley in here, but you lose a lot of shooting. Those things get a little bit more dicey at that point. But I wanted to include Nikola Jokic. Um, off the bat, I would probably say this idea is better in theory than it is on paper. The four-man group of Gary Harris, Torrey Craig, Paul Millsap, and Nikola Jokic has not been great. It has a hundred and four point seven offensive rating and an exactly the same hundred and four point seven defensive rating. And a big reason why is that Tory Craig and Paul Millsap were not good enough shooters to the point to where defenses were having to stick to them. So it really kind of mucked up the paint. So that was difficult. Obviously, 104.7 defensive rating is very good, and we are talking about defense here. But when you talk about including Jeremy Grant into that mixture, you do add a little bit more shooting. You do add another level of a defender to the mix, to where you could, in theory, make that lineup extremely valuable, depending on what you need to get done at any given point in any given game. So, like I said, Michael Malone is almost assuredly going to have multiple different five-man groups he can throw out there to get stops when he needs to, just because that's who he is. And when you look at this lineup, you have Gary Harris then defending point guards because he's playing as that lead guard, and he can switch one through three. We've always talked about, as just you know, analysts or fans or however you want to phrase that, about Gary Harris having the ability to guard small forwards, but not being a guy you want to consistently put on him. But he can, without a doubt, defend small forwards when he needs to. Torrey Craig... The Nuggets have used Tory Craig to defend high-level shooting guards multiple times in the past, just as the Nuggets have used Gary Harris to defend high-level point guards in the past, just because the size difference is such an extreme help for the Nuggets. So having Tory Craig being able to sit down on a smaller shooting guard while also being able to switch through four positions, everything but center, again, makes you extremely versatile and it gives you a lot of perimeter containment alongside Gary Harris. Where this gets really interesting for me is when you insert Jeremy Grant at small forward with these players players. players because Jeremy Grant defensively at small forward is not going to be out of place. When Paul George got hurt for the Oklahoma City Thunder last year and he had those that you know double shoulder issue that he was dealing with, it was Jeremy Grant who was defending the opposing best player on the wing every single night. So his ability to defend threes, that is not a disadvantage for him whatsoever. He can defend all five positions. Michael Malone during the um, introductory press conference for Jeremy Grant had already said that they want to use him as a five-position defender. So Jeremy Grant being at the three and being able just to switch wherever or pre-switch or just use his high defensive IQ to make things more functional for the rest of the team, that's extremely interesting. That is suddenly an, a, a, you know, a three-man pairing on the perimeter that is going to be incredibly difficult to get by. The Nuggets have not had a high level of peri- of perimeter containment for quite a while. And being able to have that perimeter containment, not allow blow-bys, just makes Nikola Jokic that much more functional as a team defender and as a positional defender. When Nikola Jokic is on an island with a guard coming around a screen at full speed, it's going to be extremely difficult for Nikola Jokic to be able to recover and do what the best he can do as a defender. But when you have Gary Harris, Torrey Craig, and Jeremy Grant on the perimeter just containing and switching and keeping everything in front of them, it allows Nikola Jokic to get into passing lanes. It allows Nikola Jokic to use his incredibly high basketball IQ to get in good rebounding position, he can stunt over and use his incredibly quick hands to, again, like I said, get in passing lanes or swipe down and get those Paul Millsap-esque swipe blocks. That is so interesting to me to be able to cover up for Nikola Jokic and to take it a step further, having Paul Millsap on the floor with his incredibly high defensive IQ as a help defender for Nikola Jokic just to add another layer of you know, just defensive coverage behind Nikola, that is going to just... It takes so much pressure off of what Nikola Jokic has to think about as a defender. And honestly, it would give him more time to rest because he's not going to be getting just gunned at by guards coming around screens. And then, in addition to that, as we're talking about the defensive schemes Denver likes to run, Nikola Jokic has said multiple times that he would rather hedge and be up the floor at the point of the screen. So if they do decide to hedge, they have Jeremy Grant, Paul Millsap as weak side defenders who thrive in that role who would be able to come over and still provide help even if the big does slip the screen there is just so much versatility you can play so many different schemes you have so much length it's such an interesting defensive five-man group and i'm I, that's the one i really want to see and it's one that i do fully believe that michael malone will utilize quite a bit throughout this 2019-20 season obviously there are some issues especially offensively. There's only one legitimate creator offensively and that is Nikola Jokic. Uh Paul Millsap can be a safety valve, Gary Harris has improved as a ball handler, but you can't rely on them to be someone who can take the ball in their hands, get a bucket when you need it. That's going to be a difficult thing for them to pull off in that regard. So offensively, you're losing a lot of versatility, but again, this is a specifically defensive-minded group and that makes it interesting to me and that's why it would be used. It would not be used to be able to be a two-way threat and run guys out of the gym. This is a specific- Specifically, just to get stops when they need it. Also, offensively, you can help off of Tory Craig, uh, Jeremy Grant, or Paul Millsap if one, two, or three of them are not consistently hitting shots. Which, again, will just brutalize the spacing on the floor. And then Jeremy Grant, while he is natural defensively at really any of the five positions, he is not a natural three on offense. That would be a different little bit of a change for him. So that's an, another interesting part of this conversation is how is Jeremy Grant going to be as a small forward? And not to tangent too hard, but that's going to be a very interesting part of the 2019-20 season and how things develop. If Jeremy Grant can be sufficient offensively at the small forward position, I would be very surprised if Michael Malone does not utilize him there a lot Michael Malone has already said how highly coveted he is between Tim Connolly Michael Malone and the entire Nuggets front office so they're going to try to find as many places for him to play as humanly possible and if he can play small forward offensively at a passable level for spurts you give a lot of versatility to where you can play offense and defense at a high level while still playing fast, while still catering Nikola Jokic's skill set and still being able to optimize the Nuggets offense. So that's gonna be an interesting thing. It's gonna be extremely important to see if Jeremy Grant can play a small forward position for Spurts. But that's just a side note. It's I'm gonna go on to the next unit, um, the next five man pairing that I'm curious about, and that's honestly just the bench unit, but not just the bench unit. I have I want to talk about Jeremy Grant in as a backup five instead of Mason because that to me is going to be also Uh, Just a very intriguing five-man group. So this is how I see that five-man group. Monte Morris, Malik Beasley, uh, Michael Porter Jr., Torrey Craig, and Wancho Hernan Gomez. Those three are going to have to battle it out in camp to see who is going to be able to step forward and be that guy. Um, Because only two of those three are likely going to play minutes. So as of right now, I have it. Monte Morris, Malik Beasley, Wancho Hernan Gomez at the four, and Jeremy Grant at the five. And then one of Michael Porter Jr. or Torrey Craig at the three. Um, The reason I'm doing that, again, is because Michael Porter Jr is a complete unknown right now. It's very difficult to be able to quantify what he can bring to the table. So, I'm kind of just removing him if I um or I'm, I guess I'm providing another level of analysis because we just don't know who he'll be. So, Tory Craig would be the guy obviously that you would have at that 3-4 position with Wancho. But when you start talking about what that bench unit can do, When you start analyzing how good they could be, you're talking about Monte Morris having a guy like Jeremy Grant as his pick and roll partner with shooters like Wancho and Malik Beasley and potentially Michael Porter Jr. flanking them. That's three shooters that you can rely on to hit jumpers. Again, Michael Porter Jr. is an unknown. We'll see but at least two of Malik Beasley and Wancho Hernan Gomez who can be perceived as, you know, very high-end three-point shooters off of a bench unit. Jeremy Grant could hit threes. Monte Morris can hit threes. Tory Craig showed that he can in spurts. Michael Porter Jr. again, we'll see. So you could have more shooting, but you know you have at least two players who are always going to give you a comfortability from the three-point line. So because of that, Monte Morris and Jeremy Grant as a pick-and-roll partner is just going to be so fun to watch. Um, Jeremy Grant already, I was watching a ton of film as him as the big in the pick and roll and Jeremy Grant knows how to find the soft spot on the floor he knows how to go work his way to a side pick and roll on the weak side of the floor to create more room for him to explode off the ground and having a highly intelligent and pass happy point guard in Monte Morris to work with him is just going to make both of their lives so much easier and Grant isn't just a roller he can pop and he can hit jumpers he can pop or or he can pop take one dribble jumpers he can play on the short roll and decide if he wants to pass out of it or get a shot for himself so there's There's so much more versatility that Monte Morris is going to have with Jeremy Grant at the 5 offensively than he had with Mason Plumley at the 5. And in addition to that, just an awesome lob threat for Monte Morris to play with. He'll be able to put lobs up like he was for Mason Plumley a ton with Jeremy Grant off the bench this year. So that's something that's going to be very interesting to me. Uh, Wancho and Beasley, like I said, will keep the floor spaced. And having Wancho play in that 4 instead of Trey Lyles, a guy that you can rely on a little bit more for a consistent 3-point threat, that will keep the floor quite a bit more spaced. So that, for me, is super interesting. And then when you talk about defensively, Monte Morris is a very underrated defender. Jeremy Grant is a five-position defender. Um, Torrey Craig is a strong defender as well. The interesting part is, can the Nuggets get improvement defensively from Malik Beasley and Juancho Hernan Gomez? If they can, the Nuggets bench unit goes from arguably one of the top 10 maybe top 5 to a legitimate top 5 maybe top 3 bench unit in the league so that's going to be extremely interesting is how defensively the likes of Michael Porter Jr. Malik Beasley and Wantra Hernan Gomez grow together or grow as a unit or just as individual defenders because they're going to need to be able to defend not just play offense but the Monte Morris Jeremy Grant uh, pick and roll. That's what I really want to see from that unit. I really want to see Jeremy Grant at the five. And this is not a shot at Mason Plumley. I honestly think that Mason Plumley, despite the fact that he is an extremely helpful and useful player, a fantastic teammate, a guy who contributes to winning in so many different ways, he's just going to be a casualty of minutes needed. They're not. Good. It's already going to be difficult enough to play Nikola Jokic, Jeremy Grant, and Paul Millsap the minutes they need, but to also add in a fourth big in Mason Plumley into that mix when you're also trying to find minutes for Michael Porter Jr. Seeing if Wancho can provide anything from the, one of the forward positions, it's just it, he's gonna get pushed out. I think, and it's going to be a bummer for him because he does not deserve that. It has nothing to do with the way that he has played. But the Nuggets trading for Jeremy Grant, they're gonna want to use him as a backup five, in my opinion, in some different lineups. Um, even if he's not the, you know. Even if he's not the permanent backup five, he's going to get minutes at the center position. So it just sucks that Mason Plumlee is going to get pushed out, but I do feel like Mason Plumley is going to get pushed out. Okay, I am down to two more five-man pairings that I find very interesting, and this is the one that I think is the one, this is the one that everyone's been waiting for. This is the group that now has been kind of forgotten about, but was looked at as a potential dominant five-man pairing just a year ago, and that is what the Nuggets thought their original starting five was going to be. Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Will Barton, Paul Millsap, Nikola Jokic. For the past two years, the Nuggets have been trying to get to a place to where all five of their starters are healthy and in game shape, and it basically has never happened. Um, in four years now, I believe they've played 495 minutes. That's what it is, and that's just a wildly low number for a group that was supposed to be the starting five at any given moment. So in those four or five years, basically since Nikola Jokic got drafted in 14-15. That five-man group has played 495 minutes, and they have 117.6 offensive rating, a 107.5 defensive rating, for a plus 10.1 net rating. That group can do everything. Uh, defensively, there are some questions, but they're so good and so comfortable offensively that they'll be able to outscore teams and play enough defense to make that group a positive almost every single time they are on the floor together just because of how well they fit and a big reason why offensively that that group was, had the potential to be so dominant is that you are essentially putting three lead guard-esque guards around Nikola Jokic with the perfect defensive anchor behind him in Paul Millsap. To be able to run Jamal Murray into a DHO, fake the DHO, have Gary Harris come back over, drop it to Gary Harris who then kicks it to the corner, who swings it back up to the top of the key into another DHO with Will Barton, at that point you're making the defense make so many decisions. You're forcing. The defense to constantly be communicating, potentially switching or hedging or whatever they're trying to do, the amount of decisions they have to make in a short amount of time means that Nikola Jokic, being that he is one of the most incredibly gifted IQ players that has ever graced a basketball court, will be able to pick apart defenses as he sees fit. That is how easy it makes it for them. And if teams start really trying to key in on Nikola Jokic's passing as they are, you know, getting guys in advantageous situations due to the movement, then all of a sudden Nikola Jokic can just eat guys alive in the post. If you back off Nikola Jokic, he'll hit cutters and three-point shooters the entire time. If you try and stick with Jokic and you try and help off the three-point shooters, then Paul Millsap will be able to find himself a soft spot down low. There is no way to consistently guard that Nuggets five-man group unless the Nuggets themselves are turnover-happy or they're just missing shots. That that right there of having three lead guards, essentially, and Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, and Will Barton all running a two-man game or playing off-ball at any given point with Nikola Jokic is what makes the Nuggets offense completely unguardable. And that I want to see again. I really hope that the Nuggets are going to be willing to give Will Barton that starting small forward position again, even if it is with a short leash, because that group has so much potential that has yet to be able to be realized. And I want to see what what they're able to do. I mean, essentially, again, that unit is three lead guards, Paul Millsap anchoring the defense, and Nikola Jokic just slicing teams to pieces. And then, if you do have Gary Harris come back healthy, Paul Millsap was able to be a good defender, and Nikola Jokic continues to prove that he's a good team defender, you might not be a league you know, a top five defense with that five-man group out there, but you can get in the top half. And if you're in the top 15 with that five-man group and you're putting up 115 to 120 offensive rating, it's going to be one of the most dominant five-man groups in the NBA, in my opinion. So that, I just really, really, really want to see this Nuggets starting group finally play together. It's just so frustrating that Gary Harris gets hurt, Paul Millsap gets hurt, Will Barton gets hurt, Jamal Murray gets hurt. So many things have led to that group not being able to develop any comfort together. We saw it for a game and a quarter, basically, to start last season, and they were awesome. They came out the gate so ready to play, so comfortable with one another, and just completely unguardable. And I'm really curious if the Nuggets can get back to that. Moving on. I want to talk about the Jokic ball lineup and I am including this into the closing lineup idea as well, because as I said earlier, I do feel that the best way to develop a closing lineup is to utilize your best player in the best way possible on both ends of the floor. So in my opinion, The perfect closing lineup and the lineup that most favors Nikola Jokic's skills is Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Will Barton, Jeremy Grant, and Nikola Jokic. The reason why Paul Millsap is not involved in this is because I think Jeremy Grant, despite the fact that he's not as veteranly savvy and doesn't have the experience of Paul Millsap, he has a high defensive IQ and he has that floor-bending athleticism and length to be able to be that weak-side defender to help make up for Nikola Jokic's defensive shortcomings so to be able to get the most offensively out of Jokic as I just said you have three lead guards Jamal Murray Gary Harris and Will Barton just running DHOs playing off ball moving the ball around side to side creating advantages and making easy buckets for each other that is always going to function but now Instead of having that just with Paul Millsap trying to fill in the gaps, imagine having Jeremy Grant as a 40% three-point shooter in the corner as well. And if you do help off of Jeremy Grant, Nikola Jokic will find him in the corner. Grant can then hit the corner three, or he can attack the closeout and finish at the rim because he is a good straight-line driver. Now... You take what I was just talking about with that starting five of the Denver Nuggets that everyone has been waiting for, and you elevate them offensively and defensively with Jeremy Grant. Again, the veteran savvy won't be there the same level. The leadership will not be there on the same level, but in terms of, on paper, what you can do as a basketball team and how productive you can be, Jeremy Grant at that four spot with the rest of the starters is just unholy. So, again, if you're trying to get the, both at the best out of Nikola Jokic on both ends, you have that three-guard kind of lineup that is running around Nikola Jokic, and you have a floor spacing, shot-blocking big and Jeremy Grant. That is the best way to get the most out of Nikola Jokic on the offensive end of the floor and the defensive end of the floor. And then, if somehow the offense falls apart and they can't get a shot, you Now have three players and Will Barton, Jamal Murray, and Nicola Jokic who can get their own shot off whenever they need to. So I am hyper interested in seeing the Nuggets go starters and Jeremy Grant, and I would not be surprised if Jeremy Grant plays as well as I expect him to play. I would not be surprised if all of a sudden Jeremy Grant is the player who ends up starting over Paul Millsap later in the year as the Nuggets gear up for the playoffs. He is just such a beautiful fit with this Denver Nuggets team. Um, Like I said earlier, too, I want to take this on a variation side of it as well, um, if Jeremy Grant can be a passable offensive small forward, you can then take that Jokic ball closing lineup and make it even more defensively minded while still keeping the versatility. Putting Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Jeremy Grant, Paul Millsap, and Nikola Jokic on the floor together, you now have... Gary Harris, Jeremy Grant, and Paul Millsap at 2-3-4 and four as above-average defenders, and in Jeremy Grant's case, and a nearly elite defender. You have Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic at the point of attack and down low, which is kind of frustrating. You're probably going to have to hide Jamal Murray defensively unless he gets improved on defense, but defensively, you have so much coverage for... Nikola Jokic down low, but offensively, you can still run DHs with Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, and you have Jeremy Grant who can space the floor, be in the dunker spot, however you want to do that. But defensively, you just elevate the, the floor so much for that closing lineup by having Grant and Milsop on the floor as opposed to just Grant. So I do think the Nuggets, if they're depending on how... Are, and depending on which team they are taking on, if they need to get stops to win a game, I would not be surprised to see Grant and Millsap. If they need to really get their offense stimulated, I would not be surprised to see Barton and Grant without Millsap. So those are the those are five-man groups. Those are the five five-man groups that interested me the most. The athleticism and shooting lineup of Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Malik Beasley, Jeremy Grant, and Nikola Jokic. That team will just run teams. That group is just going to absolutely sprint up and down the floor. Then defensively, Gary Harris, Torrey Craig, Jeremy Grant, Paul Millsap, Nikola Jokic, the amount of containment on the perimeter compared with Paul Millsap's weak side defense and Nikola Jokic's ability to play in a team construct on defense, that's a very, very good lineup. The bench unit of Monte Morris, Malik Beasley, Wancho Hernan Gomez, and one of Michael Porter Jr. or Torrey Craig has a ton of potential depending on how guys pan out, specifically Michael Porter Jr., the uh, you know the original starters that i talked about that group could potentially be the best starting lineup in basketball if they get if they you know get back to where they were originally at and then when you start talking about a closing lineup you're talking about Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Will Barton, Jeremy Grant and Nikola Jokic that's it that's all I got. That is the five lineups that are most interesting to me and ones that I'm really interested to see the Nuggets utilize throughout the regular season. We'll probably see a little bit of it through the preseason, which, by the way, the Nuggets preseason opener against the Portland Trail Trailblazers has been moved to ESPN and will tip off at 8.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So you will be able to see Michael Porter Jr.'s debut on national TV. So thinking of preseason, there you go. Um, but that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the Denver Nuggets Daily. Podcast and whatever podcast listening platform that you use, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it may be. Click subscribe, leave me a five-star rating, leave me a comment, reach out to me on Twitter at TJ McBrideMBA. Um, whatever it may be, I'm always around to talk and I appreciate you guys listening. But until next time, we will talk to you guys later.